1: Hi everyone and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. In today's episode we're going to be looking at our position as the rider. Now obviously we spent the last few months really focusing on our horses and so now I think it's time that we take a look at ourselves. We're going to look at why our position is important and how it can actually affect how our horses go and we're going to talk about what a good position actually feels like and then how to fix a few of the common problems. It's worth mentioning first that I'm not a posture expert, this is just what I've picked up through training and coaching over the years and I also did a really interesting course with British Dressage um, that incorporated kind of posture analysis as well. So this has kind of been why I thought that now would be quite a good time to kind of look at it. So if you enjoy this episode please do share it with whoever you think it might help And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, then please do leave a review. I'd be so grateful. It just means that we can kind of get it out to more people and hopefully it'll be able to help more people too. So let's get into it. So first things first then, why is it important for us to focus on our position? Well, Let's take out the fact that on our tests, there is a whole collective dedicated to our position, our effectiveness of the aids, we've got harmony there too, Um, but it can also completely change how your horse goes too. And you might find that if you spend a bit of time really focusing on your position, that all the problems that you've actually been focusing on in your training might actually disappear just because you focused on your position. So it's really important that we actually focus on our position first and then we can focus on actually what our horse's weaknesses are rather than potentially problems that are being caused by our position in the first place. So let's work through then The two main problems in a person's position are firstly the fact that they might tip forwards or tip backwards And then secondly, that they might not tip straight, so they might tip left or right. So today, I think what we'll do is we'll just focus on tipping forward and back. And then in the next podcast, we'll split it into two. And then we'll look at our straightness then next week. So if you naturally tip forwards when you ride, you're naturally going to tip all of your weight onto your horse's shoulders with your hands then kind of naturally then just being drawn into your lap. This is going to encourage your horse to come onto their forehand and drop their head and neck really low and then it's going to completely disengage their hind leg. So their hind leg is just going to be like kind of trailing out behind them. This is obviously going to mean that we're going to lose that connection from the hind leg to the front end but it also means that we're going to lose complete control over their hind leg. So if you find that your horse naturally... um creeps his bum in and you don't really feel like you have control over that maybe try sitting back a bit and seeing if that's going to help not only that though if you tip forwards the automatic next thing that happens is your back hollows you grip with your knee and your heel comes up this will mean that your heel is going to be constantly connected to your horse so you'll basically just be constantly nudging your horse without realizing and what's going to happen then is our horses are going to become just numb to our leg aids. And so then they're going to become slow, they're going to come behind the leg. So if potentially your horse could be behind the leg because of your position, your horse could be leaning on you in downhill because of your position. But let's look at the other way. Riders that sit too far back will ride in like a bracing position. They'll sit too far back right on the back of the saddle with their legs shooting forward in front of them. And when they do this, they root themselves into the saddle by like shoving their heel down and pushing all the weight into their foot and their whole body leans back. So they're massively bracing. And then the next problem that comes from this is the fact that the rider then pulls back with their hands. Depending on the horse, this is either going to result in a horse with their chin on their chest or a horse that then just completely leans against them. So again, we've got two really common problems here that could potentially be fixed by just altering your position. But let's look at a good position now. So a good position is a rider that sits centrally in the saddle. So they sit right in that dip in the middle of the saddle. They're going to have an even weight in both seat bones. They're going to have their weight down into their heels, soft knees. They're going to sit tall. They're going to be strong and stable in their core. Their shoulders are going to be back and down. There's going to be a bend in their elbows and they're going to have nice soft forward hands and they're going to be looking up in the direction that they're going into. Now, I think we can pretty much all agree that it's damn hard to try and do all of that and also be effective with your aids and also focus on your horse and work on whatever you're focusing on in training too. That's a lot to deal with. So here is where I provide you with the magic good news and this is it. A good seat comes from two things, sitting centrally in the saddle which is what we're going to look at today and sitting evenly across both seat bones. Fixing both of these things and making sure you have these things will pretty much get you in exactly the right position that you want to be in so you don't need to worry about having your shoulders back, having the bend in your elbows, having the soft forward hands, sitting tall, being strong on the core, having the weight in your heels, and all the rest of it. As long as you focus on sitting centrally in the saddle and sitting evenly across both seat bones, then you'll pretty much 99% be there. So let's think about sitting centrally. Imagine that your pelvis is basically like a bucket of water. So if your pelvis tilts forwards... So you're basically sitting on your hoo-ha. I never know what to say when you talk about that. We're going to go with hoo-ha. Um, if you're sitting on it, um, all the water is going to slosh out the front end. And this is what happens with your horse. All that energy falls out of the front end and goes down, resulting in our horses being downhill, going onto the forehand, leaning, not having much control of the hind leg. The opposite way then, if your pelvis tilts backwards, so you're sitting way back on your tailbone, all the water is going to fall out the back end. And what's gonna happen then is we haven't got any energy to flow through. So our horses are just gonna be really slow, really flat with no impulsion or energy. The problem comes though, when you go about changing your position. You firstly need to decide whether you think you have a good position or you're leaning too far back, or you're leaning too far forward. The best option is to ask a trainer, even if you just send them a video and ask their opinion. If you can't do this, get someone to video you, or if you have mirrors, great, then look in the mirror as you ride past. Once you've decided which category you sit in, then you need to go about sorting out. Now, this is where it can get complicated, because if you sit, let's say, too far back, People's natural reaction is to say things like bring your heel underneath your bum, push your hands forwards, push your shoulders more forwards and so on. But you've got to remember that these are the symptoms of your pelvis tilting up and backward. The symptoms aren't the problem. And focusing on fixing the symptoms by saying things like push your hands forwards isn't going to do a lot because you're not solving the problem. And all it's going to do is create loads of tension in the rider's body. And we all know that the more tension we have, the less likely we're going to be able to solve the problem and ride our horses properly. So to fix all of these symptoms, we're going to focus on the cause, which is the pelvis. Now, if you sit too far back, I would massively recommend taking your stirrups away. This is because you will naturally want to brace against your stirrups and rely on them. And as soon as you take them away, you'll naturally have to find that center and that middle ground. Now, I'd never really advise telling someone to intentionally like push themselves forward. But instead, imagine you have a piece of string running through your whole body, and it's pulling you up to the sky. By doing this, it's going to make you sit taller and it's also going to make you sit straighter, bringing you into the centre of the saddle. So you're going to be then at 90 degrees to your horse rather than like halfway along their back when you're sitting back too much. The next problem we looked at then was riders who lean too far forward. Again, people's natural reaction is to then say, pull your shoulders back. Put your heels down, push your lower leg forward, sit back more. Again, all these things are just the symptoms of the pelvis tilting forward. And by saying this, all you'll actually achieve is a really tight and tense rider. Instead, let's go back to the pelvis. We need to make the pelvis sit in the centre of the saddle, like I've kept saying. To do this though, if you naturally sit forward and tilt forwards, I want you to imagine rolling your hips back to the point where you feel like you're sitting on your seat bone. Another way to try this is to put like a hand in the small of your back and then roll your hips until your hand touches the back of the saddle. Once you're there, then imagine that someone has a line connected from your belly button up to the sky. This is going to encourage you to engage your core and sit really tall in the saddle. Now with both of these adaptions, it's normal that it will feel incredibly weird to begin with. And always think, if it feels normal, you've probably snuck back to your old habit of tipping forwards or backwards. I massively recommend, like I said before, taking your stirrups away. Even if you have a good position, it's fantastic for taking you to that point where you have to find your own balance. And it's also going to be so helpful to deepen your seat and make sure you're not relying on your stirrups either. Loads of instructors around also do lunge lessons, which are so helpful because you then don't have to worry about how the horse is going. You can just focus on you. So there you have it guys, how to assess a rider's centralness, whether their pelvis is tilting forwards or backwards. And next week, like I said, we're gonna move on to the straightness in the saddle and whether you're naturally leaning one way or another and how this will affect your horse too. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and I will see you next time.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.